Hello everyone, welcome again to another episode of Friday PM. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You're so welcome, wherever you're joining us from. Welcome, welcome. If it's your first time watching Friday PM or listening to us on podcast, you are very, very welcome. Do yourself a favor, catch up on all the other episodes and we know the Lord is going to bless you. And for those of you who have been watching us for a long time, so nice to see you back again. Well, immediately to some announcements. So, Rachel, take it away. So you can listen to this on podcast. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can listen to it on Amazon and Spotify. So all the major podcast providers so that you can listen uh, whatever you are doing. Great. And Christoph, tell them about YouTube. Well, please consider sharing that video with your friends and family so they can be blessed as well. And leave the like under the video and consider subscribing to our YouTube channel if you have not yet done it and click that notification button to get notified of our latest content. And ring the bell. Ding. Ding. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to talk about a very, very important subject today. And we're going to talk about the Word, the Word of God. And it's our prayer that the Lord will guide our words today and that it will be a great, great blessing to you. So we just give this whole episode and all the episodes into the Lord's hands and just say, Lord, have your way today. Mm. That's our prayer is that uh, with this kind of subject, you have to just say, Lord, only you can do it and let him break open the word for us as we talk about the importance of reading the word. And just to start off maybe with, uh, with a scripture, um, just to kick us off, it's from Psalm 119, verse 105. It says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And nowadays, I'm sure everyone watching can agree with all of us. The Bible prophesies in Isaiah that the dark will become darker, but the light will get brighter. And a great darkness will cover the earth and the people, but that His light will arise in us. Now, what is that light? It says, This is a light to our path. So if we need to know where to go, we need to look at the Word of God. And can I also start by just sharing my, my own <laughs> weakness because I'm not an avid reader myself, can I just say. It's not something that um, I feel isn't something that comes natural to me or something that I necessarily would want to do. I admire these people that can go on holiday or they can go somewhere and they, they, they said, oh, I just read a book all day long and I'm like, Wow, I can never do that. <laughs> I would be one hour max and I'm like, oh man, i got to go out and do something. So uh, can I just share, none of us are here, here because uh, we've got it made or that we are the best readers of the word, but we want to share a little bit just from our own thoughts and experiences. Maybe it's something that will help you along the way as I'm hopefully, hopefully going to inspire myself <laughs> to even read a bit more. Um, Rachel, you mentioned earlier that n nowadays, of course, with technology, Yes, we can read, but as you talked about podcasts, we can listen to it as well if we don't always get to the reading part, right? Yeah, I listen to something called Daily Audio Bible. I've mentioned it before on this, uh, on this program, but I find it um, great. We go through the Bible in a year. They read um, Old Testament, New Testament, a Psalm, and part of Proverbs. So every day, they're reading probably anywhere from 15 to 20, 25 minutes. Um, and it's really good. 
um, really good good reading, and it really helps me to basically get like the daily daily dose if I'm not able just to sit down and read. But in actually listening to that, that has helped me to also read more, read the Bible more, because you hear a particular scripture and you listen to it and you, then you want to go back into your Bible and, and kind of just read it for yourself. And so I think it's, it's a great tool, especially where you're struggling to make the time to read or whatever. If you're in your car, you can turn it on. Um, you know, you can turn it on maybe if you're working. Um, so it's just something that you can do and have going going on. And actually, I, I read somewhere um, just a little like analogy. This grandfather sent his son out, um, his grandson, sorry, to go and get water in a bucket, but the bucket had a hole in it. And every time he came back, um, the bucket was almost empty of water. And after a while, the grandson said to the grandfather, why, you know, I'm, I'm so upset because every time I come back, I go and get all this water. And every time I come back, um, there's no water in the bucket. And the grandfather says, when you're walking back, do you see those flowers by the side of you as you walk up? that it gets watered every single time. So just to tell people, don't get discouraged. If you're listening to the word and you feel like it's not going in, I'm reading and I'm not getting it. It's not, I don't feel like it's doing anything. Keep doing it because the word will wash you whether you feel it is or not. It's doing something. So are you suggesting basically also if you're at that place to maybe try a method change? Yes. Like if the reading part is difficult, maybe then try something on audio or... Something similar, right? Yeah, I think so. Just to just to break it up, just to give yourself, don't be so hard on yourself, but just to give yourself the opportunity. And even just having the word on around you, even if sometimes you're not actively listening or your thoughts go in other places, some you will grab something because the mm. word is powerful. It has power. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I was just thinking about something, Rachel, as you were talking. Is I was new in this ministry, actually. And at the time, uh, we were... <laughs> doing a lot of work we still do but we were busy morning till night I don't remember painting or something and I think for about three weeks I was literally busy from eight o'clock in the morning till late at night and and uh, so uh, uh, John and I were chatting in the kitchen once and and I said to him I looked maybe a little bit miserable I think <laughs> so John said to me say hey Dan how's it going I said no I'm doing all right he said what's the matter I said I feel so guilty because I haven't read the word in three weeks John said good and I was like, what? You know, <laughs> what, what's he saying? He's my pastor. Surely he's got to uh, give me a, a, a spiritual thrashing and say, hey, why <laughs> haven't you? But the Lord understands. I think that's the thing is, is we know it's important, uh, but to not to do it out of guilt because the Lord understands sometimes if you don't do it for a while, sometimes let's say you've missed a couple of days or there's been circumstances, the Lord will turn that into hunger that you actually will know that you need it. And so the Lord will turn it to the good. So don't, not, to, not to feel guilty. Mm. Amen. Charlene, what works for you? Well, I found that I'm, I'm not much of a person that can retain Scripture very well. Um, I think I've made it quite clear in these last <laughs> episodes. I go, oh, where is it? Um, and I've really realized that it's quality rather than quantity and applying it to my life. And when, in the, you know, I've, I've just made it plain for myself that I read a scripture and I'll chew on it through the week mm. or a few days and ask the Holy Spirit to teach me and to open it up for me and make it relevant for my situation around me mm. and, and learn how to not just 
have head knowledge of the word, but let it sink down and, and become revelation knowledge and um, make it work for me because mm -hmm. it's life to all flesh, isn't yeah. it? What the word says. Yeah. I love it. And maybe to open it for Christoph and Zach, either one of you, maybe I think especially in your generation, ours as well, but I think especially in your generation and younger, we're so bombarded with information, aren't we? Mm -hmm. mm. On our phones, wherever we look, we get information. How do you get the balance? How do you, how do you do switch off time? And hey, this is now quality word time. What helps someone that might be struggling with that? <laughs> Looking at one another, who's gonna go? The thing with the information, Zag would be nice too. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite knowledgeable. Okay, so, no, so, no, so, no, so, no, so no, how no. does it how does it work? Well, I, I do like to read a lot, um, and I like to read different things, and so you know. One of those, you know, one of the problems that comes with that is what you read, the content that you fill your your mind with, and and inevitably your spirit afterwards. Um, so we were t when we were talking before the program started, uh, just discussing what we would talk about, um, and we were talking, hey, and it just kind of came. It, the, yeah. the word somehow brings the world into context, and there's so much information now. Yeah. There's so much news, and so much fake news, and so much, you know, bad news, and so much all types of news. And it's almost like you're bombarded with information mm. where, and, and everything's at your fingertips as well. You've got Google, yeah. which is the encyclopedia of the entire world. So if you need to know how to cook something, if you need to know how to fix an engine, if you need to know how to change a car tire, if you need to know how to do anything, mm -hmm. you can go on Google and figure it out um, in pretty short time. So there's that temptation of just going after information. And for some people, it can be quite addictive, speaking for myself. You know, you, you feel like you're, you're learning something and say, so, okay, so what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? But eventually, it kind of hollows out and you, you end up kind of empty. You can be so filled with nonsense that you kind of end up feeling empty. And if you don't have the word to put that into context and, um, and how to see the events of today in light of what God says about the world and what he created, then you end up with this disillusionment. You end up with mm -hmm. sort of a, what do we call it, when somebody's been, uh, yeah, disillusioned um, with the way things work. And, and especially right now in, a pan in the midst of a pandemic, you can be so hopeless and gutted yes. every time you turn yeah. the TV on. Mm -hmm. And even John said when he was here during the first lockdown, he said, I had to turn off the news because mm. it was driving so much fear into my heart mm. that he, he wasn't able to think properly or to, or to, or to feel properly about Life is still life. Life carries on. Mm. And um, to see that in light of, of, of eternity and what God has for us. Amen. Very good. Uh, uh, Christoph, how do you get the balance between knowing it's, it's Bible time, it's blessing time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th I think for, for everyone it's a little bit different, but with, with the life, lifestyle we have, it's pretty much um, the evening time, as for me to, to, to read. And... Um, I tried audio Bible as well for for a period of time, and it's it's nice to to kind of switch between uh, uh, reading and hearing it. Mm. Um, which I remember I shared it with my friend uh, back in Poland one time, and we were uh, listening. I played Galatians, I think second chapter, and it's uh, it's a lot about the law and the grace. Uh, the 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 scripture says the epistle says about law and the grace and. It's nice when you read it, we have so many different translations, this particular one, uh, which we don't use a lot, uh, we listen to, and even he said, 
wow, that's amazing to listen to it as somebody reads it out loud in, in just one one breath in, in, in as a whole, not mm-hmm. divided into sub chapters. No, mm-hmm. it's it's so so much different sometimes when you listen to it. So I would also like Rachel encourage that the diversity of mm-hmm. of uh, receiving the, the the word as as something you read, something you listen yeah. to, and um, yeah, I, I guess just uh, finding that time in the day when when you have when you have moment after work or after doing certain things, um, no, it's it's like spiritual food. You you know, it's it's good diet to have sometimes yeah. maybe little bits once in a while, or if you if you can receive more as a chunk once uh, once a day, then it's it's pretty much. Uh, uh, no individual, I would say. Yeah. Well, you're talking about uh, difficult. I remember <laughs> once I thought I should go through the Old Testament, but but I found it really <laughs> tough, especially when it came to Numbers and Leviticus and all that. So that I have to listen to because to pronounce the names number one or to read them is no good. So I let the other guy that had to really practice his <laughs> name, Naphtali and all these names. I was just like, son of this, son, son of, of that. that and the son of that. So I was just like, you go boy. I'll listen to all of it. <laughs> and I, I ain't gonna go there. This is on you. I'll, I'll let the gifted guys really sort that one out. And it's a good way also to learn the language because you listen to it. And if if you happen to have the same audio Bible as uh as the the word the same translation you can just go along yeah. and in the bible u version the app there's an option i think uh with a few translations to do that you can yeah. listen and you can read at the same time it's also nice uh, to receive it like that yeah we've got great apps nowadays sean and you've been blessed recently with a couple of apps not that we want to promote all of them but i mean it's promoting the word of god um some of the good ones i mean dutch sheets you've been listening to we've talked about him um you know this these bible apps i think is, is very helpful isn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Zach, you said that the new one even's got a little video that goes with it, right? On the normal. It's what a new you feature that U uh, version introduced, which okay. I'm pretty sure most most people listening, if they read the Bible, probably have because it's like one of the. But anyway, they've got yeah. on the day on the daily scripture, they've got like a video now, and somebody talks about it for two minutes, and it's just a short, quick, um, you know, how revelatory kind of experience from from somebody around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lovely. I mean, so now we talked about different ways of reading the word. But why is it important to read? It's like we learn it from, from a Sunday school, read your Bible, pray every day. <laughs> okay, so great. But why? I mean, it's the obvious question. Oh, it's important. Why is it important? Why do we need the Word of God? In Proverbs 4, um, verse, verses 20 to 22, somewhere around there, it says that the Word is life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Amen. And it talks about, you know, us getting knowledge but wisdom not just knowledge but wisdom and wisdom is the application of knowledge so the bible it also says in the word don't just be um, hearers of the word or just readers we've got to do it and that's that's the hard part because it's one thing to read it and say oh i know this and i know that and Mm. impress people with your bible knowledge but that doesn't do anything it that doesn't that's not where the life is the life is not just in knowing the bible it's in knowing it in your heart and being transformed um, by the word. And, and that's what's important. It transforms us. It helps us to become more like Jesus. It helps us to be conformed into his image when we read these words. That's, that's what our life as Christians is, just being conformed to God. And the word helps us to do that. Mm. 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 Shalene, you mentioned uh, 
before about Jesus when he was tempted. And I, I thought that was uh, one of you. Yeah, that was very significant. Yeah, I was amazed because, uh, you know, we read the word and, and we're told to use it. Um, and you'd think, well, God is God. You know, he, he just says the word and it happens. And Jesus was tempted in the desert and he used scripture to fend off the enemy. Wow. Okay, so uh, if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. And Ephesians 6, you know, it, it, the whole armor and mm-hmm. the one that you use to fight yeah. is the word. Yeah. Everything else is to protect yourself, but to fight yeah. is yeah. the word, the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. But, yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is the word of mm-hmm. God. And so you realize we're all in a fight. Um, It's very much our fight is not in the physical realm, but in the spiritual realm all the time. And that you know which word to use, which sword to get out and use and which scripture to use. Mm -hmm. And it's not the word. I'm realizing now the word is Jesus, Mm -hmm. John 1. The word in the beginning was the word. And the word was was with God and the word was God. The word is God. When you speak the word, you speak God. Genesis 1, when he spoke to create the earth, he spoke the word and created. So every time you speak, God breathed with, what is this scripture about um, every scripture is God breathed? Mm. Uh, Yeah, Timothy. Timothy. Yes, Uh, and inspired by God. So when you are speaking, you are creating something in the invisible that you do not know. And then you reap of it, like you say, when you you keep on watering. And when you realize all the little flowers are coming up, wow, it's from all the watering. Mm. Um, Psalm 1, when, when God was really helping me to overcome my mental problems, uh, my anxiety and my depression, um, Psalm 1 was a mind-blowing for me because he said, um, meditate on it day and night and you will become like a tree planted by waters and it will cleanse you. And I was blessed by Psalm 119 um, that you had here and let me just find it. Uh, How can a young man cleanse his way? Mm. by taking heed according to your word. So all around us, we're being cluttered by the news, like you said, Zach, cluttered by all sorts of things. The enemy is fighting for a place in your mind, yeah. fighting for a place in your mind all the time. It's a fight mm. and it's a clutter in your whole being, in your mind. And how can a man cleanse his way? By taking heed of the word and I applied it to my life now. My worst times, and I've mentioned it before, was in the mornings when I woke up. The enemy wanted number one, when a moment I became aware of things around me, he wanted that time. And I was pounded by depression. I was pounded by, oh, how bad life is, and today's gonna be bad. And I realized, when is the worst time? It's in the morning. Then I'm going to get all these scriptures in line. I'm gonna start putting them through my mind. And in the mornings, the moment I get aware, I start, I I force myself to get out of the cycle and speak the word. And I I start thinking about the word. I just rattle off scripture. I just rattle them off all in my mind all the time in the mornings. And I wake up and honestly, it has changed my life. If you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with anxiety, I promise you, 
meditate on his word day and night. Don't think about anything except for the word. Write down scriptures, write them down, get them into your mind. When you wake up in the morning, rattle them down. And when you get to the bottom, start back at the top. I'm telling the enemy has no way you're using that sword of the spirit to fight off the enemy. The God mm. does, does the rest. Yeah. Great, right? So you said it's 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 good. Could we let's capture a little bit already. It's it's good for your bones. Mm -hmm. It's healthy your bones. It actually yeah. says and it your actually flesh. brings yeah. Yeah. physical diseases. No, you yeah. used yeah. that when you had pain in your back. Yeah, yeah. Last Sunday, remember yeah. you yeah. listened yeah. to scripture, 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 yeah. scripture. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I believe the Lord healed my low back once, and then I had this pain again, and I just had to start standing on the word. Yeah, and honestly, praise the Lord, I can, <laughs> I can move. Um, <laughs> So it does good for your health. Yes, physical health. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a weapon of warfare. Um, why else is it important? What else comes to mind? Yeah, no, please. No, go ahead. Because I think linking with what Charlene said, what you told us before when we were speaking, how you, you know, use the word as a, before you became a Christian and yeah. as a young Christian, I think it links with what Charlene was saying. Yeah, when also dealing with depression and anxiety in, um, at university and just late into the night staying up, and couldn't couldn't find peace, couldn't sleep, couldn't do any searching for God, and just all these. And of course, Google. You know, you can go down some really <laughs> crazy paths when you look at like New Age spirituality. So I was just <laughs> going down every path I could find. But the only thing that I had peace about was when I was reading the Bible. And uh, and I had some coworkers come in and witness to me. And I think somebody ended up coming and and buying me a Bible or or something. Um, anyway, so I'd read the Bible, and that was the only peace that I would find as. Uh, I could actually sleep at night. I could, you know, in the mornings I would read and, and like you said, to write it down because I would write down, wow, you know, God would show me something and I'd be, and this is before I really got saved even. And I would be like, wow, this is incredible. And I'd write it down. And then when I gave my life to the Lord, um, it just continued. And I just had such in, like enthusiasm, such such a, a longing to, to read and to be in the word. Mm -hmm. And um, it, at that time, you know, and then of course you kind of, you, you go through a honeymoon phase with the Lord even, and that kind of fades away, but, and then it's a discipline. But um, just the, the power of, of what that did for me in those days um, remains with me. So anytime that I, I start going through, you know, seasons, low, low seasons where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doubting the Lord or I'm, yeah. I'm mistrusting, you know, His promises and stuff, you just go back to the Word and yeah. you just find out mm. what, what does He say? What, ultimately, what, what does He say about this? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Jeremiah 23 verse 9 that you have. Mm. It's so powerful here where it says, Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. a hammer that yes. breaks the rock in pieces? Oh. Yes. Amen. Yes. I love that. You yeah. know, yeah. he fights for us yeah. in his exactly. word. Exactly. And linking to that, you know, Hebrews 4, 12, um, you know, for the word is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts mm. and attitudes of the heart. And I think that that's the thing is that we might think that in Psalms it says, you know, our hearts are desperately wicked. Sometimes we think we want to do something and we have good intentions. Mm. But honestly, sometimes when we go into the word and when we spend time with the Lord and we go into the word, we realize actually our intentions were quite selfish. Mm. They look good and they look good to other people, but we know actually it's a selfish motive or a selfish um, reason. And the word helps to clarify that. It helps to really, as we read the word, we really 
it's a mirror, it says in James as well. It's, it's like a mirror. It's like putting a mirror up in front of you. Now, when you put the mirror up in front of you, are you going to do something about what you see? Or do you just leave it, just walk away and forget what you saw? And, and, and the word is, is kind of like we look at it and we need to do something about what we see because it reflects back really what, what state we're in. And, and, but thanks be to God, we're not, um, in, we might be in a desperate state, but we don't have to stay desperate. Yeah. That's the great thing about the word of God. It reveals where we're at, but doesn't leave us there. Mm. Mm. It says, I'm revealing where you're at, but I can take you. Mm. I can heal you. I can change you. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to show you who you are and leave yeah. you to sort it out yeah. in, the, in the mess and in the muck. And that's the great thing about the word. It gives us hope. It gives us something to hold on to. It's a rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. Uh, Christoph, can you, uh, you, you're talking about 1 John uh, 2.14. Uh, because as, as you know, the Bible specifically talks about young men and uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to admit it, but I'm, I'm not classified <laughs> as a young man. I feel pretty young. But, um, you look young, Dan. Thanks, Zach, man. Thanks. You look amazing, one Dan. Does what one can. But um, Christoph, please read that this. this is so important because there could be a young person listening to us or you might have grandchildren um, or, or children that you can encourage. And this is very encouraging. Okay, so in the first, first uh, book of John, um, second chapter, verse 14, it says, I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Amen. Yeah. The word Amen. abides in you. Well, you have overcome the wicked no. one. Amen. Amen. Based on that, you, you, you said about, about hunger, how you feel it, that you need it. Because I asked you, why do you read? And you said something like that. Yeah, I, I can retract that back to when I, when I got saved, really. Um, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, uh, one thing besides uh, speaking in tongues, which was for me uh, back then a sign, another massive thing was I went straight straight to the Bible. I had never read Bible before that. Maybe just a few th few chapters, some by the way, or that it, it was meaningless. So when I got saved, I started feeling that I need to read the Bible. So every free moment I had, I went to the Bible, I was reading it. So, so, so putting it to uh, like now, when, when I go a few days without the Bible, I start feeling that that sense of hunger. It's it's really no better way to describe it as if at least for me. I remember still when I was a young Christian, uh, while studying. Uh, I think I'm still a young Christian, but anyway, I was a little, little baby I'm Christian. Not that young, baby. You got a teenage, maybe, maybe more. <laughs> maybe, maybe somewhere around there, but still baby Christian. As I was studying, um, during my time there, uh, I really felt after a few days I, I was feeling kind of miserable. And what, what, what was that? What was that, that feeling in my heart that I felt and realized it's like going a few days without food. Uh -huh. uh, it's mm -hmm. like going there without, uh, a few days without spiritual food. And it's really no other way to describe it, as le at least for me, that this sense of that something's missing, like you, you feel like it crumbs in your, uh, it, like your belly crumbles, you know, you, uh, you hear it, you kind of feel this emptiness that, that it long, it's longing for food. That, that same way the Spirit is longing for the sp spiritual food, I believe, 
um, the, the for some reason it just works reading it it just it just works it's like this nourishment mm. uh, that just we need that, that vitamins you know mm. yeah absolutely um, we can refer a little bit to this article um, this lady called Nelly Owens read this article some of what we're referring to just to give honor where honor is due for them there and it's from a website called activechristianity.org um, they got this really good article there. Um, the one thing that they talk about that it, it con- the word contains God's will for our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I heard a teaching about this a few years ago, actually, and this guy said this guy was I don't even know who he was, but he was talking about you know everybody wants to know like when they're praying for these big mm. you know I'm about to buy a house or about to change career or my profession mm. or like going to move somewhere change or do something. Or something. And yeah, like, yeah. You know everybody's like God like what is your will like that's when they pray. And they're like, God, what's your will for my life and all this stuff. And uh, they expect this audible voice to come from heaven and be like, go, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and, um, and this guy was teaching and he said, yes, sometimes God speaks to us like that. Mm. But in a thousand little ways, when we're in the word, God is showing us that in a thousand little decisions, mm. it's going to lead to that crossroad. And you'll know when you get there which way to turn because a thousand times before you've had the small choice to make and you've made it according to the word. Yeah. And if you're in the word, that's that's what you'll do. And, and I was reading First uh, Timothy the other day and just straight through, for some reason, I just kind of read it start to finish and three things st- kind of stood out to me. And at the beginning, Paul was talking to Timothy and he's instructing about ministry and what, what you know, when you plant a church, what, what does that look like to Timothy? And, and he's saying to Timothy, the goal of that is the goal of your teaching, the goal of your ministry is, um, is, is love from a pure heart and uh, faith and a, and a clean conscience. And, um, and he's saying, how do we do that? And he's talking about pursue righteousness and pursue purity mm. and, and then avoid these. He says in the sixth chapter, pursue these things and avoid these things and all this stuff. But, but ultimately, like, if you're looking at the Bible as an instruction manual, you know, every game has an instruction manual or when you, you get something in assembly, like some of these chairs came with an assembly mm. um, manuals or, or the, the lift that we got, the chairlift that, you know, came in, there's, there's a manual for, for everything. And ultimately, this is like, you're born here and everyone's like, oh, there's no instruction manual for life, but... It's Emmanuel. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. So, and it's in the Amen. Word. Um, He's got a sense of humor. He sure does. <laughs> well, I must you're talking about humor. I mean, really, I mean, a lot of, lot of things that, that we can laugh and joke about. Not that you joke about the word, but God is a lot of humor in the Bible yeah. too. And uh, one part that's really kind of, that makes me laugh many times, we talked about Jesus when he was tempted in the desert. And then it says that Jesus was tempted in the desert for 40 days and for 40 nights without food or water. And then it says, and then he became hungry. <laughs> like gee you know then I would have been hungry. four days that's been <laughs> yeah. gone maybe in, in the desert you know really I mean maybe four days you know with the help of Bear grills or someone I could make it do it but you know no that, that, that's, that's, that would be really really tough um, is there anything else that comes to mind because I think based on their uh, points we, we, we covered most um, does anyone want to share anything else before we close I think we've we've covered quite a lot of ground, but just mm. just to don't be discouraged, you know, don't be discouraged if you're really struggling to read the Bible. Like Charlene said, she'll just read a verse or memorize a verse. It's like it's not about how much you read and did you read for two hours this morning. Mm. It's not about the amount. It's about the quality and it's about 
God speaking to us and allow him to speak to us. There are uh, one thing I used to use, actually, um, I don't know, a thing called Our Daily Bread. There are lots of devotionals. There are many, many devotionals that, you, that go through every day. You can read somebody's got written something and experience and links it to a word. I used to read the Our Daily Bread and go through that and then go through the scripture and write down a few things. So people think, oh, I've got to pick up this Bible and I don't know where to start and I don't know what to do and um, I don't do it because I feel like I'm going to mess it up. Well, you, you, number one, you're not, you're not going to mess it up. But number two, there is help. There are many, many things out there to, to help. To So you're not afraid of just reading the word and allowing it into your life because it's going to bring life. Mm. It brings life. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Can I say one thing to tag on to that that's just come into my mind from... You know, you, you watch Dutch Sheets, give them, just give them 15. Mm. And it's like just that little bit of time. And like you said, you don't have to worry about this big two-hour session. Mm. If, you know, the people who are at two hours, chances are that it's taken them 20 years to get there. Mm. And that's what they've got time to devote to. And, yes. and, and it is important to spend time in the Word. But I remember, um, this is just last year, Christian, um, who I think was, uh, Annette was on last week's Friday PM. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Annette's husband, Christian, he came into my room sometime last year, and it was really messy. My room was just distraught, it kind of ebbs and flows. I keep it clean for a few weeks or a couple months, and then like a week will go by, and I'm just putting stuff down. I'm like, I haven't got time to do any of this, da da da, da. So he came in, and he was, to, just to close the window, because there was a fire, um, we, were, we were cooking outside. I didn't want the smoke to go in my room. So he came in to close my window, and he saw how just terrible, it looked like a tornado had come through. And so he, he kind of very, I think he came to you first, and he was like, <laughs> He's like, I want to talk to, to Zach about this. And you're like, oh, I want you to talk to Zach about this. Hey. Yeah, I was asking him, no, yeah, talk to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. So, here you go. so, so Christian said he came to me and so, so humbly the way that he, because he, you can really come and, you know, you can really say like, listen, man, straighten up, you know, get, get your life together. <laughs> Arms kind of style. Thing. Arms <laughs> you can do that. And he's, he's entitled to it. But he came to me and he was so humble the way he said it. And he said, you know, this this is all avoidable if you just take five minutes each day, mm. just five minutes, and that phrase just five minutes. I took that phrase and I applied that to about fifteen different areas of my life. Wow! Mm. And it was and my room is still kind of messy sometimes, you know. But like other areas of my life have cleaned up because of just five minutes. Wow! Just five minutes. If if you feel like you haven't got time to pray, just mm. try five minutes. If you wow. feel like you haven't got yeah. time to read, just try five minutes. If yeah. you haven't got time to worship, just try five minutes. If you haven't got time to spend yeah. with somebody in a relationship, just try five minutes. Yeah. And eventually, you know, God will work on your heart in that five minutes. He'll take that five minutes and he'll multiply it. Wow, yeah. it's um, true. And, wow. and and the same thing, Zach, to add to that is I was, just before you shared that actually, I was just thinking that we shouldn't compare oneself to someone else. Mm. If someone else needs a lot of the word, maybe they really need a lot of the word. So <laughs> don't, don't take it away from them or compare, yeah. all right? God knows our strengths. He knows our weaknesses. He knows what we need, how we need it. Um, you know, you get some people that's got their Bible and the thing is falling apart, glued together. Every <laughs> single line is underlined and bookmarked. It's like an encyclopedia. It looks like the world map. The thing just got colors. It's, it's amazing. But as you said, Rachel, it's, the Bible says, be doers of the word. Mm. And as you mm -hmm. said, Sean, to rather take one scripture and apply it in a year is yeah. more important than knowing 300 and you can't apply yeah. one. Oh. Because if you, apply, if, you, if you can apply one a year, then you've done well, yeah. someone once yeah. said. 
So uh, let's trust the Lord to help us in these different areas. And we pray that you've been mightily, mightily blessed as we've been. I think we all feel encouraged, don't we? Um, Just encouraging one another in the word. And uh, as I said, that there's no competition, um, but that we're encouraging one another to read and to tap into the source of life. The Bible calls it a tree of life. It's like a tree of life. And if we absorb from this word that gives us life, we will bear automatically bear good fruit. So let's trust the Lord to be good fruit bearers. So why don't we close together in prayer? And then after that, we're also going to sing a song called uh, The Living Word. Um, So let's just agree together. Well, Lord, thank you for our time together. Thank you for your living word that you say, Lord, brings life and meaning to us. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for this time together. Thank you that you've allowed everyone who's watching to take these moments. And Lord, they haven't tuned in to watch Vine Song or People, but I believe they've received something from your spirit today. So Lord, we pray that whatever idea or concept or revelation that might have been portrayed, Lord, that they would take that to heart a little, and even that would bear much, much fruit in the years to come. So Lord, help all of us, we pray, to get closer to your word, to draw from your word, and that we can fight off the enemy and encourage ourselves in body, mind, and spirit that we can bear much fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, thank you for joining us today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And we're going to leave you with a song called The Living Word that we pray will be a great blessing to you. Bye-bye for now. Yeah.